Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Now I'm joined in the studio by Inspector Sid Hipwell. Good morning to you, uh, Sid. How are you, Inspector? I'm, I'm doing well, Alan. Good morning to yourself and all the good listeners you have out across the county on this lovely fine morning. And road safety is what we're going to discuss for the next 10 minutes or so, or a little less than 10 minutes, Sid. And, and it's basically to coincide with the start of summer and far more activity on the roads. Yesterday we heard from Phil Skelton about it. I know you can't talk about individual incidents, but a, a, a scare he had as a cyclist. So let's start with cyclists then. What advice do you give to cyclists and what advice do you give to motorists when it comes to road safety? I suppose the first thing to start at Allen, the roads have gone very, uh, very, very busy in, in recent weeks due to the lift of the restrictions that we had for the past few years. And then there's a flush of cash out there, so people are out and about, and the roads have gone far more busier. Uh, anyone can see that. And at this time of the year, it gets busy again, in particular with the silage season coming now, tractors and big machines on the road, it gets busy for everybody. But the thing is, the bicycle is a small machine on a big road. Uh, it's it's a very uh, high risk thing for anybody to be on a bicycle, even with no traffic there. Different things they have to negotiate to keep themselves safe. So no man better than Phil Skelton for to give him advice. He's given it every single day. But even the simple thing of maybe someone that's not involved with a bicycle club or a cycle club that they don't have a yellow jacket or they don't have any reflector and it gets uh, a bit dark in the evening time if they're out and about or even yeah. in the daytime that yellow jacket is such a safety for anybody on a bicycle or anyone walking just to have the yellow jacket on. The simple thing, yeah. we give them out regularly, they're available in garden stations, available, it only costs a couple of euro anyway if somebody wants to buy them and just to have that jacket on. Visibility. Visibility. Even though it's, uh, the, the evenings are longer. Glare, uh, glare is a big issue, isn't it, sir? It is. It is a big issue, and, and the sunset and the sunrise is a problem, but uh, at least if you have the safety measures around you, your helmet on, your yellow jacket on, and uh, a good solid bike, and just uh, take good care when you're on the road, right. and hopefully all the other road users will have better visibility of you and leave you in a safe position. Okay, visibility, that's one very important point you got out there this morning as well. If you do happen to witness something something on toward on the roads, what's, what advice does Angarda Shikona give? If you see some a cyclist being tipped off a bike or you, you, you witness somebody, uh, the Garda Confidential Line, is that the way you go? Uh, the Confidential Line is there, but like in Westerner we're lucky because a, a lot of uh, guards are living locally and they have the contacts there and, and many people personally know a guard or ring any guard station and make a report there. Or if it's a thing you see, uh, somebody on a bicycle without a safety jacket or something you might you might be in a position to have a word with him or if again if it's somebody walking you might be in a position right. to have a word with him because some people just are not aware of it or they might have just completely forgot about it okay. and a little bit of advice to him Right, let's move on to a big message today it's seatbelt what's the, what's the point here? This is, a, this is a major campaign is it about seatbelt safety? Yes, uh, t- today and tomorrow are two days dedicated to uh, make the public aware at, uh, to target the non-wearing of safety belts which is a big thing in in particular with uh, young children in cars that mightn't be up to the standard that, that's required and uh, people that are maybe delivery vehicles just moving from place to place and they might forget upon the belt or might not but as an advisory we don't want to be prosecuting anybody it's get advice out there to people for to wear the seatbelts uh, on, on occasions you have where people even plug in the seatbelt in such a way that you can see in without the beeper going off so they can drive away around the town or wherever it is and then get into, get into the fashion of not wearing it which is a bad thing and uh, personally from when you attend a traffic accident and that may have been the cause of the death in it or a serious injury that they weren't wearing a belt what more can anyone say? 
It's there for your safety. Use them. All right, let's look at the other key issues then. So, um, speeding, uh, mobile phone usage. I mean, these are all... We haven't done this for quite some time. So, we're, we're now... We're in the early w- week of May. So, this is the time to get this message out, uh, Sil, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great time to get the message out. I, I would safely say uh, there's an increase in the pe- amount of people that are on the road. No one can doubt that. But for some reason, people are starting to lose their run of themselves again. They're busy. Restrictions are lifted. There's a flush of cash out there. And people are in a hurry all the time. They seem to have to be on the phone while they're driving some people. Big machinery. People seem to have to be on the phone all the time. I don't know why they can't be just left down and enjoy life. You don't. We hadn't them phones years ago. And there is occasions where the use of a mobile phone is the cause of a serious or a fatal accident. And, and it's a sad thing to say that people can't get used to it. Speed is not always an issue. When you go to the scene of an accident, be it serious uh, injury or minor injury or, or a fatal accident, and you look back to the basic things, is there someone under the influence of drugs or alcohol? Was there use of a mobile phone or seatbelt or speed? And many a time you look back and you see one or two or three or four of them are the cause of the accident and the cause of an injury or a death. And, uh, and my highlight at the moment, uh, the, the effect of drugs driving uh, is having in the country. Uh, the detections are up. Uh, and it's going to be made a lot easier in the, in, in the near few months for ourselves for to detect a, a drug driving offender. It's a big process at the moment. You're up in the station one day. It takes 15 minutes at the minute. Yeah, no, I, I was brought along uh, to uh, to record a, a package when this came out first. So uh, the process is changing, is it? Yes, it's going to change. And, and we'll do a demonstration. And you can do a little clip on your show. It'll be similar to the COVID test kit. It'll it'll take about a minute on the side of the road and the person will then be either told they're arrested or not arrested but uh, certainly there's people uh, abusing that system there and the alcohol thing I might just add as uh, socialising has uh, increased with the with the lift on the restrictions the pubs open last Monday week we took a report of a driver driving very dangerously on, on a fairly uh, busy road and uh, the driver was apprehended in the next town um, and brought in uh, pro- uh, processed on the system and came back at one of the highest levels we have ever had in Wexford on, on the machine when he was processed. What sort of level can you uh, tell us? I was straight into a three-year ban, but the sad thing about it, the, the, the person had a 13-year-old car, uh, child in the car with him. And uh, that's what we were up against on a Monday morning at 11 o'clock. So if, if that's what we're policing, it's a sad day that uh, that man certainly... Uh, people had knowledge of why he was at the night before and knowledge of what they were doing that morning and it's a sad thing that that's what we're trying to uh, prevent on the roads. Um, the unit of alcohol, because sometimes people may be tempted to drive the morning after heavy drinking the night before, how long does it take, say, for a pint of alcohol to get out of your system? Well, that depends on a lot of things. You want to be big into mathematics, but the safest thing, Alan, is no pints. No pints? No pints, no pint. Uh, and you're safe then driving because at the end of the day it's, it's about personal responsibility and it doesn't matter what law you breach but if it is a thing that you had a drink or two or three and you have uh, an accident where you cause injury or death to somebody yourself or somebody else it's it's going to be if you survive an accident and you're the cause of it because of what you were drinking it's not a nice thing on your mind the, the, the penalty is one thing but at the end of the day you have to live with it if you're the cause of an accident because you're drinking it'll be on your mind and it's not a nice place for anyone to be left Look, as we round off our conversation with you for the moment, Sil, uh, I've been asked to mention about car upkeep and car safety. Tyres is one aspect of it, and perhaps even more important during winter months. But car lights, and um, particularly what they call the, the one-eyed motorists, where, where they've got one light working and one light not working, which sometimes gives the impression you're coming towards a motorbike. Um, what's, the, what's the guard advice and car upkeep, and what are the penalties if you don't upkeep your car? Well, 
the penalty is one thing, Alan, but again, it's back to personal responsibility. As I said to you before on the show, it's easy for anybody to drive up to a wall and test the lights before they leave the yard or wherever they're driving, and you know your lights are working are, are working at that time, and check them every now and again. Same thing, reverse around, check your brake lights, check your indicators. The tyres, anyone can fall foul of a tyre and maybe not be in the best of shape, but I mean, you can pull into anywhere and any garage will tell you quick enough whether your tyres needs changing. And if you're any doubt at all, they do need changing. We'll be doing uh, tyre checks on certain days and certain different operations throughout the year and assist anybody, but yeah. if you're in doubt yourself whether your tyre is bald or not, you can take it as fairly bald. Right, and seatbelt is the big one today then and tomorrow? Seatbelt yeah. is the one for today and tomorrow and encourage people to, to wear the seatbelt and I've no doubt whatsoever there'll be detections got, no matter what warnings go out, people do get uh, drop their guard a bit, but uh, we're there to um, try save injury and save fatal accidents and if people are not wearing the belts, that is uh, a thing that's part of a problem when we go to accidents. Good to talk to you as always. It's a while since you've been in studio with me, but it's lovely to welcome people back into studio again. And uh, I'm sure I speak for so many people to compliment and guard as you call it during the COVID times because. You and your team were on the front line as well as the front line workers, weren't you? Yeah, we're on the front line. As I say, we're steered away from a lot of things and trying to deal with the problems around COVID, which is not over yet. We're still doing a little bit in the background there. And it's great to be back out and about again. Great to be on the show and great to hear, uh, hear you every morning with your new good news in particular and keep the good work up. <laughs> and some tough news as well, which we have more coming uh, still straight after 11 as we look at the housing situation. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.